0: Manchester is Red with me, Rich Fay, where we will be discussing all the latest talking points surrounding Manchester United. Make sure to subscribe to us on Audio Boom and iTunes to never miss an episode. Hello, welcome to the Manchester is Red podcast from the Manchester United News. Make sure to subscribe to us on Acast for all the latest episodes. And in today's episode, I am joined by Kieran Kelly and Charlotte Dunker. Hello. Both of you watched the United game over Arsenal on the weekend. Kieran, you were there at Old Trafford. The farewell to Wenger. It was a bit rehearsed and cheesy in the end it was a bit it wasn't like the Arsenal games of old, but no. United came through at the end in a classic win and Fergie time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think um it was just odd. You, you think of the times he's walked down that touchline and a lot mm-hmm. worse has been said for him. And mm-hmm. the fact, you know, a warm applause one all the fans you can see around rounds, you know, looking up to try and see him and it was it was kind of at an end of an era and it obviously is and um it had a kind of impact on the game because it was already a meaningless game which you were say about United and Arsenal you looked at the team sheets how so Arsenal put on all these kids their priorities were elsewhere and then you had this kind of presentation where even Mourinho was brought on the field and it, it just kind of set the tone a bit for, for what was to come it, it was just an unusual game but um, as I said before I think with, with Wenger it's nice to think that not that the last 10 years have been erased but People Are remembering the good things, and um, you know, what a great
2: character he's been. It looked a bit awkward, though, didn't it? Yeah, That whole presentation on the side of the pitch. Yeah, I can understand why they did it, and it was nice from the fans because obviously he, Wenger, has come in for a lot of abuse at Old yeah. Trafford <laughs> like... over the years. <laughs> Stuff people haven't, have, shouldn't have said that has been chanted many a time, and I was actually quite surprised that. Apparently not not one it wasn't even like a little minority that did it yesterday like everyone was applauding it yeah. which I think fair play like he deserved he deserves that because of the what he's done for the Premier League and like um, Ferguson said without him they wouldn't that was the big battle throughout yeah. the like, throughout all the years hasn't it it's been between United and Arsenal but I just not sure whether they needed that. Official presentation yeah. on the side, of the- and the teams were being read out over the top of it yeah. as well. So it wasn't even like a- people forgot about Megatarian,
1: yeah. didn't they? Because another sort of like so a long yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it's it, it's weird because um, you know you think of. Mourinho has always oh, been his adversary, and it, it almost doesn't sit well with you when you see. I and mean, I don't. I, he looked awkward and uncomfortable as well. Yeah, because the I think he really. He, he, was was very, <laughs> he was very. He was
2: very adamant to make sure yeah. everyone knew at the end that it was yeah. the club who had organised yeah, it. It was not his idea. Yeah. Not that he was against it, no. but there is a hilarious is. picture on the, the <laughs> United's Instagram page where. Wenger and uh, Mourinho are awkwardly touching each <laughs> other and both of them look like they do not want to be in that situation. Yeah. Ferguson's loving it.
1: Yeah. yeah, it must have been so entertaining for him because you think if he's had enough time for the dust to, to settle and for them to be friends and meet each other in conferences whereas Mourinho's still stealing in the yeah. fire, as it were. So it's an awkward one for him because...
0: I mean, that uh, Mourinho doesn't know if he's ever going to face Wenger again anyway. Mm. Like, Ferguson knows that's it, he's yes, never going exactly. to really come... <laughs> head-to-head with Wenger and have any form out, but for Mourinho, Wenger could still be his rival in years to come, so it's a bit of an awkward one for him. Yeah. Um, you said earlier, the atmosphere, and that sort of contributed to this testimonial atmosphere, um, but do you think Mourinho's tactics played into that part or anything? Because or, lots of fans were saying on social media that Arsenal were there for the taking, especially yeah. after the lineup. But... I
2: think when you looked at how the teams were lining up, you were thinking maybe it could have been another 8-2. And yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as much as... It looks like United have got second place in the bag, really. If you look at the remaining fixtures mm. this season, I think they need four points now from the remaining three games. And Liverpool play Chelsea as well. So. so you'd think that they're going to get that. Um, so you can understand there's this mentality. It did feel like a testimonial, definitely felt like an end-of-season game. But it's surprising because, obviously, Mourinho's got a big decision to make over his FA Cup final team. And a lot of the players there didn't do any, uh, yesterday didn't do any convincing as to why. Mm they should be starting and really if you're a united player going into that starting 11 you should be thinking right i need to convince him why i should start over somebody who's on the bench rather than they just didn't seem interested in tackling they, mm. there was no pressing there was no urgency going forward there was so many space there was so much space at the back as well for arsenal for arsenal's getting behind and fair play to Arsenal because I don't think anyone, when they saw that team, would expect them to go for it the way that they did. There is that unknown entity, isn't there? When you're playing against these young players that no one's really, yeah. none of us have really seen play, you don't know what to expect from them, and you just expect the worst because they're like twenty-year-old <laughs> kids. I know that sounds That's awful, amazing, though, is that, so? exactly, they had nothing to lose, and the some of the United players just didn't seem interested in playing. So I just think no matter how Mourinho set up. Some of them just w- weren't up for it yesterday. Which for a United Arsenal game, mm-hmm. that's that's why it's disappointing. Yeah. I think, but
1: the, I think everyone knows what his team's going to be for the cup final. I think the players pre know but equally, I'd say the the one player came in was Lindelof. Things he was the man of the match on the United side of it, so...
2: Do you think, he'll, but I don't think there's any yeah. way he's going to start at Wembley, do you? Even if no, he he's left. not going to bring anyone left. Yeah. He,
1: it's going to be the team that play against Chelsea and that's why he's back, in my opinion. Um going against Spurs? Yeah, for Spurs, yeah, the semi-final, yeah. yeah. I, I'd be very surprised if he changed it, but I think equally he'll do probably what he did against Bournemouth maybe on Friday and he'll bring um, some French players back in for the Brighton game and, and give them a chance, but... Um, you know, it was just um, a really strange game and you could tell how mad he was getting that. You know, players like Herrera who have been so great in, in energy and everything else yeah. in recent weeks. Um, he back so the old sloppy player. and mm-hmm. every, you know, the Pogba before he scored that header, he had a really good chance. He put it wide And you look back at the benches and say, <laughs> how did he miss that? So there was a lot of kind of sloppiness and I think had. You know, Arsenal put out their strongest team, maybe you would have had a slightly different game, but at the end of the end of the day, it's um, you know, I think United know that second is, is there to lose and they have a cushion. But from my point of view, I think um they've gone into two home games, West Brom and this, thinking they would walk both of them, and that's something that maybe um, needs to be looked at going forward because their record against top six has improved so much, but you're now getting the feeling that when they play against these lesser sides. Complacency yeah, sticking in. And- ever so slightly. So that that's one thing. I know you can't really count these games because the title has been over, but if you can raise your game and get all these amazing compacts, but then not put away teams when you're expected to, that's something to look at, I think.
0: Do you not think it's... Well, obviously it's going to be detrimental going into that FA Cup If the squad's already... Sort of decided that starting 11, United really only have one game that matters left this season. How do they raise their game for that Chelsea game? Is just being in sort of autopilot mode for the last two games, is that going to be costly to United when they line up at Wembley? Because the players, like you said, they know that even if they have a bad game, they're they're going to be playing at Wembley.
2: I don't know. I think that the next maybe after such a poor performance, well, actually, Mourinho didn't think it was a poor poor performance yesterday. Which is concerning in itself <laughs> in some ways, um, but you'd think maybe he needs to scare. Some players need to be scared and in, into yeah. up in their game. Maybe he'll do that on Friday by resting a few. But that's the thing; they'll be rested rather than dropped. Mm. He'll just say it's a rotation thing rather than. a Pogba had a bad game, so I'm going to put him on the bench. Yeah. He'll they'll give him a rest maybe against Brighton on Friday. Um, But if they need Jean up for an FA Cup final against Chelsea, something's seriously wrong. And I think they will be up for it because finishing second, winning the FA Cup, would that be a good season for United? Yeah, it would. They have progressed. And if it wasn't for the way that City have run away with the league this season, then there would have been more of a title battle. It's not been... United haven't been great, but that isn't the reason why they haven't won the league. It's because City have been absolutely unbelievable. Mm. So if you take all that into context... Winning that trophy, it would top off what's arguably a good season for United and probably the best since Ferguson left. So you'd hope that they don't need any motivation to perform well at Wembley, but who knows? No,
1: I, th- I think the, the big game mentality is definitely there. Um, you look at the, the semi-final and um, you know the recent wins against like, Chelsea and uh, Liverpool, obviously I think that won't be an issue. And to be fair, I think yesterday it wasn't that there were wasn't like there were a couple of players who had like a two out of ten performance it was just everyone on average was kind of you know five out of ten kind of and there wasn't many redeeming qualities about the overall performance and um I think that's hand in hand with the tactics as well because it was just very you know I I identified Arsenal's weaknesses crosses into the box and it was it was like watching Moyes at times (laughs) where he just keep hitting the crosses hitting the crosses and
2: so who does he bring on? Yeah, it's just exactly. It. it
1: was just a bit unimaginative and uh, cynical. Obviously, it paid off, so he's justified. But um, this is the issue going forward. I think that you've got uh, your two best players are Sanchez and Pogba, who love the ball, um, and you want to play to their strengths. But you get that lingering sense that rather than starting next season as they did this season, with you know the horses running free, that we're going to see more of that kind of maybe to kind of build up particularly at home and with Fellaini potentially staying that's a really big hint yeah that's the, my
0: the next point really Fellaini again he's well, he's like, like, proven his work he's come on he's done exactly what he's brought on to do he's got the goal some United fans might be reluctant to celebrate that one at the end he's got them a win <laughs> over Arsenal but he's probably got them another couple of years of around Fellaini as well <laughs> Mourinho said after the game that it sounds like a contract's sort of in the pipeline and it's down to the player really if he wants to stay at the club do you think he deserves to stay at the club? I mean, he does. You know what you get with Marouane Fellaini. It's always going to sort of play. It depends who you're playing against, really, doesn't it?
2: Mm. I think the concern is he's obviously he polarizes opinion, doesn't he? Because you know that he's just one minor catastrophe away from like losing the game for yeah, United. Yeah. But then obviously you see what he did yesterday, and he won it in the dying minutes. But I think the issue is deeper than. Do people want Fellaini at the club or not? It's more the what he symbolises, yeah. and it's like what Kieran was just saying.
0: He's, yeah, more
2: yeah, he's the sort of player who it's like hoof the ball into the box and hope he gets his head on it. And is that the sort of football that United fans want to watch? I'm probably going to predict it's not. And when you've got those creative players in the squad, surely you need to be building a team around those Mm. sorts of players who play that sort of football. I was reading something this morning that suggested Mourinho needs to be buying more similar players to Fellaini. So basically, United need a team full of Fellainis (laughs) and then they'll be absolutely fine. Well, (laughs) I'm not sure that's the sort of football I would want to watch every single week if it was 11 Fellainis on the pitch.
1: I think with Fellaini, what you do get is that heart. And um, I, I know that sounds funny, given how cynical he is with, his money demands. I was going to say like, if it, he's got such yeah. a big heart and he loves the yeah. club so much and they've
2: offered him a new deal but why is not he signed I
1: don't think many players could have bounced back from being booed by their own fans and coming on after giving away a penalty I don't think any other United player has ever been booed after giving away a penalty the next game a week later and I think uh, um, he's made some important contributions I'm trying to put a different stance on it but <laughs> equally I've okay. I, 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 you know look at that Sevilla home game, he's picked ahead of McTominay and just sent the wrong message from the off and that was one of the big reasons why um, United struggled and then of course Sevilla cut them open. So um, I think he's a useful player to have in your squad but should only ever be a plan B and I think for me they were playing a similar way before he even came on yesterday and that's the concern for me that um, it's, it's too easy just to blame Fellaini. Um, they, they play like that sometimes when he's not even in the squad so um, I think yeah, it's just he, little, I think
2: he's not the problem no. at all but I don't think he encourages he, yeah, yeah, yeah if he's if that's the sort of play that Mourinho wants in his squad next season mm. for that reason then that's concerning for the type of football that Mourinho sees yeah. United playing whereas if he goes for a more creative defensive midfielder in the summer mm. also we're, to- oh, I don't know. we're talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about who <laughs> <laughs> name, you should put, have three names me on the spot. we were talking about this before though weren't we no yes we were <laughs> if he buys somebody then you've got yeah, Matic yeah. and you've got Pogba Fellaini's is fourth choice also, right Fellaini's it? on the bench where does that put Herrera personally I'd rather have Herrera on the bench but on, he could ahead be. of Fellaini right yeah. so then that's pushing Fellaini further down the pecking order on,
1: on so on a trip
2: him. he should just leave he should just I think at the minute it's all about the money, isn't it? Because if United had given him enough money in this contract, surely he would have signed it. Yeah. If Mourinho is saying he wants, he thinks Fellaini wants to stay, he's grabbing the badge for crying out loud yeah. when he scored. Like he's trying to prove a point, and he's just stalling and stalling on signing this new deal, presumably so he gets more money. China clubs in China are apparently interested in him. He'll get an absolute shedload of money over there if that's what he wants. So like, Yager, yeah.
1: if he wants to stay in you know, United he's gone for less money because he
2: wants what, to. What he's trying to negotiate a contract with less <laughs> money? No, <laughs> I mean it's, that's it's just, really he's, he's
1: he's gonna be paid less to stay in you know, United than he is to go to the Far East. So it's, Yeah, hundred percent. So is that as much Oh, he still thinks he's something to give? Like no. contribute to the team?
2: No, I think <laughs> I think if he was really bothered about contributing towards the team and helping oh, yeah. win trophies, yeah. as as he would have signed he, he would have sa- <laughs> signed already. <laughs> So, I, I think his heart's gone and I think it's all about the money now.
1: Hmm. But that's, that's every footballer.
2: Football I think they,
1: they look after side. their balance, uh, the, the idea of that, that loyalty, you know.
0: Like, yeah, loyalty to oh, football is a yeah. different yeah. conversation it's, altogether it's, yeah, and bar, bar the odd
1: exception, you know, uh, Chris Small.
0: Uh, <laughs> Well, I one player, question. United will be interested to see if they are loyal to this um Victor Lindelof. There's rumours suggesting he might go out on loan next season. He had one good performance yesterday. and It's frustrating really to see that that is what he's capable of, like, albeit against an experienced Arsenal side. Um, is he still the right man for United going forward? Yeah, I think um, it's mad. You think
1: October the the kind of player you're watching and how you just felt sorry for how nervy yeah. he was and. Um, the idea of him raising his voice or raising his arms, you just would never have thought of, whereas I think you're seeing him now growing into the role and feeling more comfortable and it's quite telling he's playing mainly the home games and he looks quite comfortable um, with Chris Smolin. So, uh, he's always paired with Chris Smolin. So, I think um, you can properly judge him in next season and, and that's when I think most United fans are coming around to the idea because... Yeah. For me, it's gone too much the other way. Whereas yesterday was good, but it was like people were saying, "Oh, him and Bay together, they're resorted," which <laughs> you know could well happen. But I, I think you know it's it's in between. Whereas those people who are writing him off in October are wrong. But equally, I don't think he's he's suddenly um, the answer uh, necessary. I think you know come Epic Cup final day, if uh, Bay isn't fit, Phil Jones will be the one getting the nod. Um, so
2: there's so really yeah exactly
1: because you you know Jones will bar the odd mishap yeah. you know he's Solid. he is what he is isn't he um, but I think Lindell, um I've always said you know Mourinho followed him for about 18 months there's a reason why United followed through for that and uh, I don't think they're signing that an adult and it's someone who's just getting used to, to England so I think next season will be a really good time to judge him uh, but yeah, I, I don't know where this this loan idea comes from. I think you could understand maybe six months ago, but I, I don't see him leaving United this summer.
2: And he's just one injury away from like constantly being yeah. in the start, yeah. starting eleven, and there's still doubts over Smalling staying. Mm. I know Smalling's actually been all right this season. Yeah, he's but improved. Yeah, he has improved. Conflicts. But there's still been discussions, haven't there, that he yeah. that potentially he's going to leave in the summer. so if he leaves, and that leaves Barry Jones, Lindelof, and. Anything. Daily Blend. Oh right. Where okay. <laughs> I think we're right him off as well. <laughs> yeah, Raho a new person.
0: But it's still such a concern that there are so many viable defensive options and United still don't know in the preferred defensive yeah, partnership. After true. a whole year mm-hmm. of all these options.
1: Yeah, I think it? if if you had could just keep by fit, you know, you'd yeah. be the first one on the team sheet. But then you look at small and I think since September every league game he's been available for his play. Yeah. So um, for all those people saying you know he'll be pushed out of the club I think Mourinho will be almost reluctant to let him go unless he asks to go um, because
2: from his point yeah. of view why would he ask to go yeah. yeah, exactly. if he's been playing week and week he's long. not going to
1: get an England team by playing more games evidently you know um, and he's already proven uh, as we know Harry Kane how um don't he can that. handle the. Oh, don't, he'll okay? be crying again. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot um, to
0: mention
1: that. <laughs>
0: Apologise to Harry here.
1: <laughs>
2: Written Just apologies. G- I'm Gina really up post. for the I've Cup for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you
1: be there too. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 with these things, I think the easy thing is to spend 50 million on the yeah. firehead, but I do think, um, you know they have the centre-backs there it's just a case of keeping them fit and, and get, keeping them together which is so hard to do with Jones and Bailly yeah.
2: I uh, suppose the issue with that position is if you look back historically and obviously you like,
0: yeah, you can categorise each era by yeah. the part, and you've you got back say part.
2: Ferdinand and Vidic if they stay fit for the whole season no one else is getting a look no. in so if United sign another world-class centre-back yeah. and Bailly stays fit for the season Lindelof isn't going to play no
1: and it makes De Gea's achievement all that greater this season. Yes. I think he's playing with pretty much a new defensive line nearly every two or three games, and he's not one necessarily to communicate, and that's probably partly the reason. It's because he's got a new defender in front of him all yeah. the time. So I think that's been an extra credit to him. It's, there's been it's ironic United's you know, on paper aren't conceding that many goals, but you it just, just never looks feel confident. Isn't it? You think of the the Spurs game with. Um, Young being so far for young, a really smart player, but
0: and even yesterday for the Mkhitaryan goal, Young was totally out of position. But it's
1: it's what you have because it's it's you got two wingers playing full-backs and then often two centre backs who
2: peop- to yeah, yeah.
1: And people aren't terribly certain on so.
0: One of the, I guess one of the interesting things were on it is Mkhitaryan's reception yesterday when he got applauded and again it added to that testimonial feel. Um, there's lots of Arsenal fans criticising his lack of celebration against his former club. If Sanchez would have got one in the strip for them do you think he would have been as modest as Mkhitaryan? Or... I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the end of discussion. <laughs> okay, next question. No. <laughs> no, I feel like Respect for Wenger
0: He might have done But Maybe he'd hmm. gone
2: over And like Give him a hug Or something like He did before he came on Yeah <laughs> And just said I'm really sorry Arsene I'm sorry I had to do this to you And just look really sad I'm I'm not Against players Celebrating no one, against yeah. Their old club Like It's just ridiculous Yeah
1: Particularly with like Lone players You know when mm. I think it was One with Sturge When he was at Bolton Or something and, uh, When he scored against Bolton And he was like Holding his hand Yeah He used to be on loan there for About half a season, yeah. it just goes as like with everything in football, it goes either too much one way or the other. But I think, yeah, as you said, if Sanchez's header had gone in, I think he would have been up and celebrating because Arsenal fans, yeah, people are too you... easily offended, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. We'll go back to Harry Kane again on that yeah. one. For but... <laughs> <Poor> that. <dad. laughs> <laughs> well, to, um, we alluded to it earlier as well. Um, Charlotte, you said that it would be a successful season. The progress if United win the FA Cup, and it looks like second place is almost secured, barring a catastrophe, but there's one team that's capable of it, it might be United. Um, so, yeah, the, the progress under Mourinho. If we say that they weren't to win the FA Cup final, then, then what was the narrative there? The second place, but no trophies.
2: I think they've definitely improved. Yeah. If you look at the records, especially, like Karen was saying, against the top six, um, the yeah. results have been there this season, apart from a few disasters. But... Um, that I think maybe one of the biggest issues for coming out of this season is will be the way that um, United have played in a lot of the games. Yeah. Like they've been really boring to watch. They are <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> it yeah. bluntly. They have a lot of times. Yesterday as well, they were just turgid, and uh, you get to a point where you think, right? Well, if you're going to lose these games, but they've played really well, yeah not that it doesn't matter but at least you've gone the fans have gone to the the ground and they've enjoyed the football and it's looked like the team have wanted to win whereas going it's always the game of the season that's going to stand out for that is always going to be the Anfield Mm -hmm. game and now after all the results that have since happened at Anfield everyone's saying what a genius Mourinho is because actually they came away with a draw Mm. but Stoke I think, came
0: away with a draw on the weekend as well, didn't they? So, yeah.
2: yeah, and also Liverpool started that game with no attacking players on the yeah. pitch. So, <laughs> and this is a four There's a lot of narratives game. you can read into yeah. it. But I th- yes, it will be a successful season in terms of points gained, the highest position the United will have finished since Fergie left. But I think United fans are going to be hoping something changes in the summer in that maybe the approach to games. For them,
0: yeah. It's, the fact that Fellaini looks like he's staying he might <laughs> indicate that it might not be approached it's, it's
2: just thrown a massive huge spanner in the works yeah. hasn't it but Mourinho as always said he wanted Fellaini to stay yeah. it wasn't anything to do with him no of course why Fellaini wasn't staying it was because he wasn't signing the deal so that seems like Mourinho's vision going forward doesn't it
0: yeah it's, just getting more efficient in you know, yeah. the system rather than changing the system yeah. Yeah, you look at the team. parallels with, with City last
1: season uh, this stage last season are in a similar position so I know they've gone out of the FA Cup but they've been knocked out of Champions League yeah. early mini shock against Monaco they were kind of I think they are you know second and third in the league And but what you would say is they had a tangible identity and philosophy yeah. and you knew he was building something and you know Mourinho is building something but it's almost going to be his successor is going to build that further. Um, you're already hearing, him, you know, referring to, I'm going to leave my successor this and that. He, he's almost uh, priming it for, you know, um, I'm going to leave this club in a better state, but I might not deliver that title. And um, I think that's that's obviously the challenge now um, because City. He's already said he's going to sign only one or two players, but they're <laughs> probably still going to <laughs> spend United somehow and. Um, you're just thinking, probably the only team that can't stop City next season are City themselves. Um, if any complacency kicks in, but Brian you know, Hyde, you know, three more wins, they finish with 86 points, and um, you know, that would have won a few titles yeah. in previous years. But you, you're just feeling, you know, what can they take forward into next season in terms of uh, a blueprint? And I'm not so sure there is one really that you can take from certainly the past few months. You know, do you? have to go down two goals every game to, to play yeah. that way or can you approach these games with, with that kind of philosophy
0: and it's going to be interesting this as you said building up to the FA Cup file the man who could make the difference would be Romelu Lukaku who went off with an injury against Arsenal who I might have said I think in his blog about he was concerned for his teammate <laughs> um, Lukaku's injury if it was to be worst case scenario and he was to be out for the remainder of the season. What would United do? Fellaini up front. Or... I was going
2: to say Mourinho would probably just start with Fellaini. Of yeah. course, for everyone's panic. But I don't think if Lukaku's out, there's any reason for there to be a panic because you yeah. could start with
0: Marshall FC. We could go. With we could Marcus. go with Marshall FC. We could go
2: with Marcus. We could go with Sanchez. Rashford and Marshall and that's even forgetting Lingard, so yeah. you play Lingard on the right and then you've got what Marshall and Sanchez. I don't think that's a bad front three if Lukaku is out injured. And that's where Mourinho's got a luxury at the minute of forward players, hasn't yeah. he? Mm. He's got attacking dilemmas each week as to someone's always gonna be upset, someone's always gonna be missed yeah. out. At the minute, it's Martial FC that are upset every single week on Twitter, crying every time the team sheet comes out. Every time
0: there's a rumour saying Juventus are interested, they... They lose the they plot. They lose the plot. They do. <laughs> um, yeah, so.
2: But I think, as much as it would be disappointing for Lukaku if he is ruled out, which we have no idea. No, he Marino, could be fully... He could be fully fit by Friday.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I think if... I'm going to go the opposite. I think if they don't have him for that game, that's a huge blow because uh, I think he has the the run of that Chelsea defence. Yeah. You saw that he in the them yeah. he'd, he'd easily do that again. Um, and I know he hasn't necessarily been probably in his best, best form in the past three or four games, but I think that occasion is just made for him to, to really deliver. Yeah. yeah. So I think it'd be out of actually all the players who they could be without that game, I, I think, think his he, biggest would, loss. he would be in the top three. Just given that as Chelsea and all that surrounds it, I think they I, really need him. I
0: think so he does deserve a big FA Cup final performance because he's been such a catalyst in recent yeah. weeks as well. The goal against Arsenal, yeah. the opening goal, yeah. again, it was beautiful across the room towards the back post. And yeah. He did show signs of promise, at least. Um, you know you always want to get that hard work from him. Um, looking ahead to Friday... Um, do you think even if Lukaku was fit, do you think it's a good chance to try a new style without him up top?
2: No, I think that
0: you've got to stick to your best. Yeah, I, yeah I, th-
2: I think that if he is fit and he's obviously going to play the final, he needs Mourinho needs to keep sticking with the same, especially the same front 3 that They're yeah. going to start against Chelsea because the sooner they can, the three of them can get an understanding between them, the better. And that's been the issue, hasn't it? He hasn't known what his best front three yeah. is each week he makes changes, obviously they all train together and they should all know what each of the way is, but if they're playing week in, week out together, they're going to have a better understanding and I just think he should stick with, obviously you're risking injury, aren't you, you yeah. are with every game, but three games to go, play, play them for an hour and then sum them off.
1: Yeah, I think that Watford game is probably the one where it really rests players,
2: yeah, it's a week before, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. And they've got West Ham yeah. three days before. Yeah, it's three trips well. to London yeah. before
0: Well, it's down south, they've got Brighton away, and they've got West Ham away, and then Chelsea as well at Wembley. It's yes. going to be a lot of travelling, it's going to be a tough test for United towards the Do you agree with the idea that he's got to try to play strongest 11 in each game, really? Especially, only, yeah. no shots at the front three, but also defensively, it looks like it's going to be Valencia Young again. Luke Shaw is still. Had a big yeah, question mark yeah, really, about him. Sure. Yeah, I think the <laughs> it's a good question. The majority
1: of the team, you you would keep the same, but then I think he would have been hardened by the Bournemouth game. How you had Lynn Darmion coming in, for yeah, and with Darmian in particular, you know, he, he came on against Spurs and did really well. Yeah. So I think guys like that may still have a role to play. Do you think there's
2: really any need for Matteo Darmian <laughs> to play for United
1: but, again this season? But he did well when he came on yeah. against Tottenham. This he, is what I mean about the squad effort. Yeah, but
2: he, d- he did. He did. But if we're being realistic, there's no way he's going to be in next season. No,
1: but people are saying about Fellaini, aren't they? There could be a new contract. There could be a new contract for, for Man <laughs> um, I think Mourinho isn't looking that far ahead. I think he'd just be thinking four games, just have to get through and manage the squad through all of them. And I think every single member of that squad will get some minutes in those four games. It's just whether it's. Brighton or Oxford. But. The interesting
2: thing about Damian is obviously Valencia physically yeah. can't do West Ham away on Thursday, yeah. mm. Watford home on Sunday. So, so, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> Luke Shaw will come back in and Ashley Young will play it right back mm-hmm. again. Or well, maybe
0: we'll see Shaw and Damian. And oh, maybe they'll like, both have really good games. Okay, and then fun. maybe next season <laughs> we'll have Damian Shaw and <laughs> like Fellaini on the opening day. Maybe. <laughs> what an exciting <laughs> a prospect a scary prospect yeah. for everyone but it's also interesting to say if Damien went it means there's another position that really needs to strengthen even more that it becomes an even bigger priority and we talk about all these players that need to leave United really at the end of the, end of the season but then it means there's even more players that have to come in and it mm-hmm. doesn't sound like going to be too busy in the summer transfer window so it's finding that balance of who we can afford to get rid of and who you we need, need your to Mario with yeah. they're the real heroes behind United <laughs> season so far aren't they
2: some <laughs> hero,
0: Well, it's Player of the Year awards this week. Who knows? Kieran's votes cover uh-huh. Matthew. <laughs> For young players. Okay, well, that sounds like a horrible way to end the podcast, but uh, and nonetheless, um, the Arsenal game was, a, another reminder, United's approach this season, has been quite Machiavellian, they've got there in the end by any means necessary. There's a couple of big Well, there's one big game left before the end of the season. Thank you both for joining us on Manchester's Red. I hope you'll join us again before the end of the season. Maybe. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Rather mysterious. (laughs) Um, Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on ACAST and stick with us on iTunes for all the latest updates.